0: You're listening to episode 184 of the Room to Grow podcast. stories that will change the way you look at the world and yourself so that we can learn from each other and grow with lots of self-love and compassion every step of the way. There's always more room to grow. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey, welcome back to the room to grow podcast. And today is a business episode and we're talking about getting shit done and how to maximize productivity. So technically this can apply to anyone, (laughs) but especially if you are working uh, for yourself. This is particularly important, but truly these tips can be used for absolutely anybody who just wants to make better use of their time when they are doing some work, whether you are working for yourself or you're working for somebody else. And something that I want to make very clear here before we dive in is that being busy and working more hours is not the point of this. So when I'm saying maximize productivity, the point is not to, um, you know, cram in even more hours in your day to get even more done. It's more about maximizing the time that you do have and using that to actually accomplish more and to become uh, more efficient on tasks that matter most to you and net the biggest results while hopefully finding ways to actually work less. So I just wanted to make that very clear that this is not like, Work more, push harder, all those types of things. It's about how can we take the time that you've already got and make the most of it instead. And to be clear, I'm still working on on some of these as well. Um, Sometimes I I do these episodes and they're as much for me as they are for you uh, to kind of remind myself of things that I already know and sometimes I still need to implement. Uh, I think all of us are are there at one point or another. So these are absolutely things that I uh, either have already implemented or maybe I did in the past and I am retrying them or some of them are things I've just been testing out more recently and I've been having a lot of success with too. So let's dive into this because sometimes, sometimes we can have this thought of, am I just lazy? Like what's, what's my problem? Has anyone else had that? I've absolutely had that experience where I'll have a day where I get nothing done, nothing. It feels like I have no energy. And I end up watching Netflix all day and I'm like, what, what just happened? Am I just lazy? What, like, what, (laughs) what is my problem? And if you're asking yourself that question, I want you to pay extra close attention to the points I'm going to give you because it's not that you're lazy. It's either that you aren't in alignment with what you're doing. You're having blocks that are holding you back or you need to work on how you get your work done. So you are not lazy. That's not, that's not what the problem is. It's usually just a cover for other things that are happening. So first and foremost, getting to know your natural body clock. Something, something I want to point out here, that whole 5am club thing is, is bullshit. You know who you'll hear about like every successful entrepreneur gets up at five o'clock in the morning. And I, I do actually get up quite early, uh, most of the time, but there's a couple of reasons for that. One thing is that I actually just love early mornings. I love being up early when everything in the world is just a little bit quiet. It's like everyone else is sort of still sleeping. And it also happens to be my most productive time of day is first thing in the morning. So for me, it makes sense. And when I'm here in Bali as well, I often end up getting up super early uh, to do things like calls and, and stuff like that because of the time difference. So there's multiple reasons for that, but for me it works really well. However, Getting up at 5 a.m. A does not guarantee you any level of success and B it's simply not right for everybody. It's just not the, the best choice for everybody. And it might just kind of go against your body's natural instincts, which is going to make it even harder for you to be productive. So you need to work with your body rather than against it. And to try, if you can, to rearrange your schedule according to how you can maximize your time. However, I fully recognize that with this, it is not always possible with things like kids or a family and and working another job that fills the hours that you would be most productive. But this is still really beneficial to at least pay attention to so that you can get to know your own rhythms better. And either way, it's going to help you. um, And and you can kind of, you know, maybe sneak in a little bit of time here and there when you know that you're kind of at your most productive. In terms of figuring this out, just start to Pay attention to different times of day if you can, if you have the luxury of uh, testing out different things and moving around your schedule a little bit when, when you can to test out what times of day are maybe best. Awesome. If you don't have that kind of freedom and you, you don't have the privilege of being able to do that, just start to notice when you maybe feel the most alert, when you feel the most creative, um, when you feel the most focused on your work. And that's really going to start to indicate to you where the best times of day is for you to be working. The second one here is to audit your time. This is really important. This is something that we can all benefit from doing on a regular basis. This is not a one and done thing. And this is something that I continuously have to do. um, and I think that most of us do. And that starts with our screen time. (laughs) We all need to audit our screen time because truly, There are way too many of us that are spending way too much time on our phones or or screams, you know, like screens in general, but especially our phones. We just get sucked into that and it makes it really easy to waste all kinds of time. And then we're like, wait, where did the last two hours go? Like what just happened? So getting really clear on your screen time is going to be super important. If you have an iPhone, there's an app built right in that will um, tell you how much time you're spending on your phone. Otherwise there are all kinds of apps out there that you can download. Uh, there's one called moment that you can download that will track your time. And yes, I can almost hear you cringing because it is a little bit frightening to see how much time we spend on our phones, but it's necessary if you're going to be able to make a change. So first and foremost, when it comes to auditing your time, your screen time is going to be the absolute top priority there to get clear on figuring out how long tasks are actually taking you to, So this can be a really easy one to deceive ourselves about and I am notorious for thinking and telling myself that tasks take far less time than they actually do and then screwing myself over. (laughs) So trying to, I'm really trying to work on this and actually get super honest with myself about how long things take me. This is also going to be really important when you uh, maybe get to the point of bringing people in to work for you and to take on certain tasks. We're going to get more into this in a minute, but um, to take on certain tasks for you, you want to know how long it takes you. However, just so that you have an idea um, about how long it should take somebody else. However, if it's something that you are really just kind of terrible at, like video editing, for example, I am a disaster at video editing and something that would take someone who's actually good at it, um, you know, take them 10 minutes, it could easily take me three hours. <laughs> so that's not always an accurate uh, pers- like, portrayal In terms of time spent, but uh a lot of times if if you are doing something that's a relatively simple task that you know virtually anybody could do, or it's something that you know you have done down to a science, but you're still telling yourself it only takes an hour, when in fact it actually takes more like three, um, that can definitely be an issue and that's gonna really present a problem for you when it comes down to allotting your time and putting in your calendar, okay, it's gonna take me an hour to do this task. It takes you three hours and then everything else that you had listed after that just goes down the drain because you don't have time for it anymore. So we want to maximize your time by being honest with ourselves about how much time things actually take. That's going to be super important for this and don't leave anything out either. You know, like I'll think to myself, Oh, this podcast episode is just going to take me an hour. (laughs) It never, never takes me an hour and yet somehow, almost 200 episodes in, I will still try to lie to myself and <laughs> tell myself that it only takes an hour to produce a podcast episode. That is not the case. <laughs> that is absolutely not the case. Uh, maybe once in a blue moon, if I'm just like on fire, um, but even when I'm in flow, typically it does take me longer between the you know the notes and then actually recording the episode, uh, quickly editing, uploading, doing the show notes because I still do a lot of this myself. Um, and this is one of the things that I'm looking to get off my plate because it is just taking too much of my time. So anyway, that's, that's just one example of, of a task that takes me far longer than, it, uh, than I think that it does. And then using a calendar to map out your time. This is part of auditing your time as well. Track the time that you're actually spending on a certain task. And I, I love a paper planner and I always have one. Um, I also use my iPhone calendar as well, though I'm considering switching to Google calendars to make it easier to color code tasks and, and lay things out a little bit more clearly. Um, but use whatever works for you and just whatever you, you use stick with that. And that's going to really help you to get super clear on where your time is actually going. You also need to, um, allow for time, like adjusting between tasks. So you know, especially creatively, if you're doing something kind of heavy and intense, you might need, you know, a little bit of of downtime and a bit of a break, um, in between to kind of recover, but in our, and and to set yourself up for the net, for the next task. But sometimes in our calendars, we're like, we don't leave any room for that. I'm also guilty of that too. So I'll be basically booking my calendar and have like five or six hours of tasks lined out back to back to back to back. And if I don't schedule breaks, I either just completely get messed up and I don't get everything done that I want or I just get so exhausted from staring at my screen that I'm not nearly as, as efficient with my time as I could be. So make sure to still schedule in some breaks and, and I have more to say on, on the breaks side of things in a minute too. And when it comes to auditing your phone and screen time or auditing your time and, and screen time and all of that, when you're working, put away your phone, turn it off, put it in airplane mode, put it in another room, whatever you need to do. If it's out and within reach, if it's even visible, you'll end up picking it up and that will pull you away from the task that you're trying to accomplish. And it takes you that much longer to get back on track. Batching and setting aside particular days for certain types of tasks. We've all heard about batching at this point. Um, and honestly, human beings are terrible multitaskers, terrible Uh, so when we group tasks together in ways that make sense, it's going to really benefit us. So for example, I'm going to use podcasting as an example again. Um, yeah, it can be great to like have a day listed of of podcasting. Awesome. Which I try to do, but you can break that down even further into, okay, I'm going to do the notes for four episodes all at the same time. Then I'm going to record all four episodes back to back. Then I'm going to edit all four episodes back to back. You know, upload, publish, all those things. So you can like divide those tasks into batching as well to make it even easier. Because I find that something like a podcast, there's multiple things that go into a single episode and it's much easier for me to stay on track if I separate those all out and group those with, within each other as well. Kind of like a sub batching, if, if that makes any sense. Um, and Another example of this, I'm still kind of playing around with this to see what fits best, but I've made Monday... Uh, kind of a CEO day to work on bigger tasks that require the most brain power, like content creation, um, kind of getting clear on the types of things that I want, like mapping out what I want to be doing in the business a little bit longer term as well, as opposed to just like the day-to-day stuff. That's kind of how I'm trying to reserve my Mondays. Tuesdays are my podcast day, and I'm trying out different ideas for structuring Wednesday through through Friday with arranging, you know, client calls, podcast interviews, um, other tasks, but I'll often still, at the moment, end up doing some work on weekends right now, just in this particular season that I'm in. But I don't plan on maintaining that, which is partly why I'm working so hard to restructure things and maximize my time during the week too. Um, I think that's super important, and it's it's really really important to take a break. Setting a timer, kind of tied in with uh, Mel Robbins' five four three two one method, and we can end up putting off a task for hours or even days or months out of dread. And then when we do it, we realize it actually wasn't that bad or it didn't take as long as we thought it would. (laughs) So this is gonna also force you to get more done under a shorter period of time too. So if you actually set a timer and it's like, okay, you have an hour to get this task done, a a task will take as long as we allow it to take. So if you give yourself the whole day to do something, it's probably gonna take the whole day to do it when there's a good chance that you could probably actually do it in a lot less time, much more efficiently. So from an efficiency standpoint, it's far better to pack more into a shorter timeframe to leave us free for other things. So set a timer for an hour and just go. And this can be especially helpful with things like social media, when we're on social media, actually engaging or posting something or whatever, because we can totally get sucked down that dark hole. So this is super helpful to set a timer for that. And you only allow yourself X amount of time to stick with that one task and that's going to really force you to sit up and pay attention and actually do the work. Working in chunks and taking breaks. So I kind of mentioned this before but I don't want you to forget to let yourself breathe, eat, move, stretch, drink water, (laughs) all of those things that we can often just kind of push to one side if we're really deep in flow or if we have a huge amount going on on our to-do list or whatever. And I know that if I sit at my laptop for hours on end I reach a point of really not getting anything done at a certain point and can sometimes realize that I'm just staring blankly at my screen and have them for the last half hour. <laughs> We've all had that experience, right? Where we're like, wait, what have I actually done in the last 30 minutes? And our, our brains can only handle so much. We have to give ourselves these little breaks. So take five or 15 minutes every hour and try not to make those breaks be social media breaks, by the way. Um, instead, do something that will charge you up rather than drain you. Like go for a quick walk, um, drink some water, kind of jump around, play with with the dog. Whatever it is, that's going to help you to recharge your battery a little bit. And then take longer breaks, like maybe 30 minutes or so every two to four hours, and that's going to help your body to reset a little bit. Taking breaks can also spark your creativity. Because sometimes you just need to move and to step away from things for an idea to pop into your head too. I get so many ideas when I'm walking so many ideas when I'm walking and just, you know, out in nature and stuff like that. And and that's really important to allow your brain that space to just function. There's actually a really interesting article all about taking breaks, uh, by social triggers. Um, Derek Halpern wrote it really, really great article. I'm going to link it up so that you can go check it out in the show notes as well. Keeping promises to yourself. I don't want you to get into the habit of always putting everything off until tomorrow. And I've been there and it's not a good feeling. You, you start to lose trust in yourself when you do this over and over and over again in the longer term. You don't get anything done. Your productivity starts to slip. Your to-do list feels so overwhelming that it's, it's crushing. It's awful. So if you say you're going to do something, do it. Just do it however you need to get it done. Just do it and you're going to feel a thousand times better. Not only that, you're going to thank yourself tomorrow big time. Don't underestimate your sleep either. And yes, there have been many nights that I've stayed up far too late getting things done. And I'm sure that there will be times in the future that I, I do that on occasion. Hopefully, I, hopefully not often and as rarely as possible. Um, that's kind of the point of me maximizing my, my efficiency elsewhere is to avoid things like that. But I'm, I'm not going to say I'm never going to do it again because I'm sure that some particular situation will come up. But overall, I, I've just... The tides have started to shift for me in such a big way around sleep and really fully understanding the disservice that we do to ourselves when we skimp on it. And it's also going to keep us from getting more done the next day and then potentially for several days after that too. It just, it snowballs. And the research is clear. You can't catch up on sleep. That's not how it works. You need to be getting a good amount of sleep every single night to be able to function at your highest level. And if you stop getting enough sleep, your health is going to go down the drain. Your creativity is going to flunk. Out and you're just going to be a mess. It's not going to serve you in any way. Um, I actually did a really awesome episode on sleep with my friend Christine Hansen. It's episode 90. I'll make sure to link it up. She is the... She actually calls calls herself the the sleep boss. like Sleep like a boss is the name of her entire concept. And she's got such fascinating information. I really recommend checking out that episode. I think it's so worth listening to. Noticing your energy. So what I mean by that is, what is your reaction to certain tasks? What lights you up? What drains the shit out of you? What makes you just kind of go like, ugh, (laughs) and you just dread doing the task? There's even things, like like I even want to take this one step farther. So something like um, watching TV, this ties in with taking breaks too, right? So watching TV usually drains us, especially if it's more than like 30 ish minutes, it starts to actually drain us as opposed to recharging us. Same with, you know, the social media scroll, all of those things. So really noticing your energy and where it's going and what is recharging it, what is draining it, Um, getting harder tasks done earlier in the day too. So I know that I said, you know, getting super clear on your own body's natural rhythms. That's still like most important, but typically as the day goes on, we start to get decision decision fatigue. Um, a lot of times our our creativity can kind of leak away because we just get tired too. Uh, not the case for every single person. This is not a hard and fast rule. Like some people work best at night. Amazing. Do it. Do whatever works for you. But I just find that for a lot of people, it's about getting the harder tasks done earlier in the day because then you have left the stuff that requires a little bit less brain power for later on when you're maybe getting a little bit sleepy, you have the decision fatigue, you've been making decisions all day long, even about things, you know, as small as like what to eat. And it can be a lot. It's, it's a lot, um, delegating and getting things off of your plate. This is going to require you to get very clear at what you're really good at and keeping everyone in their zone of genius. Um, and I'm trying to do that for, for myself as well. I actually recently hired a company uh, back in Canada called Virtual Gurus. I'll link to them in the show notes. And uh, for a couple of weeks, I actually used three different VAs for three different areas. So one did video editing for me, uh, the other one did some back end work on my course, and yet another one I'm still working with is taking care of some other back end uh, work in another area for me. And everyone has a specialty. Like we all do. We all have things that we're good at. And this is this is a little bit tricky when you're a sole proprietor. Like when you're you're a solo entrepreneur, it's it's hard. But asking yourself what is absolutely necessary that no one else but you can do. And everything else can be delegated. Yes, that might be a longer-term goal. I certainly haven't been able to delegate everything that I want to delegate, but I think that it's important to at least start to get clear on the things that you want to end up getting off of your plate because it's going to help you immensely when the time is right and when the budget allows. And sometimes they're actually tasks that I, I actually enjoy, like things like playing around in Canva, in Canva to create new graphics or templates for social media or whatever. But I can easily spend two or three hours buried in that when my time would be spent far better doing something else. And of course, delegation and hiring out, this is a luxury that is not always possible. I've been a one-woman show for a very long time with the exception of an assistant that I brought on about six months ago. And this year, I'm really stepping into it to try to get as much off my plate as I can afford and will continue to delegate more in the future as the budget allows. Because I just think that it's so important. And I've really started to recognize that, that keeping up my energy and really sticking with my zone of genius and having everyone else who works for me do the same is going to make everything flow so much better, so much better. And everyone is happier. Everyone's in a better place. It's just going to really work out for everyone. So as your budget allows start to see how much you can get off of your plate. It's going to really help you out a lot. And last but not least, prioritizing. So what are your dial movers? What is one task that you can accomplish today that will actually move the dial for you? I had a coach say once, you know, what, what single task would you do if you only had an hour a day to work on your business? And for many people, that is the reality when you're just starting and working full time like I was. I only had, you know, an hour or two each day because that, that was by the time I got home from work, that was all I I had left before it was time to eat dinner and go to bed. So what types of things can you accomplish that will move you ahead and propel you forward the most in the shortest period of time? And that is what you need to be focusing on. That's absolutely what you need to be focusing on. I've thrown a lot at you today. I've I've thrown a huge amount at you today. Um, So I, I want you to maybe even go back, listen to this again, start to think about what types of things you can implement. It won't be everything all at once, Uh, it might just be one or two things at first and then you can kind of grow and expand on that but I also want you to give yourself some grace because sometimes you are going to have days where your energy is low and you need to just watch Netflix all day and you know what? You'll probably be a lot more productive the next day. I know that I said that you know TV drains us and whatever but we all need to have those days sometimes where it's just like a battery recharge day. Like we don't really want to talk to anybody we just need to chill and if that means Netflix and chill So be it. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with that. And then that's going to help to recharge you to come back even better the next day and to be able to get more work done in a shorter period of time. So we're just maximizing efficiency. We're not going more and more and more and more. We're maximizing our efficiency here to do the most with what we've got. And this is what I really want to help you to, to understand. And To start to really notice what's lighting you up. What is taking your energy? What is, how long are tasks actually taking you? Are you being honest with yourself? These are the kinds of questions that you need to ask yourself if you're going to be able to take yourself to that next level and to get done and accomplish the things that you actually want to do to move the dial in your business. This is super, super important stuff. It might seem like nothing. You know, this might not be the the most popular episode because people want, you know, the intense strategy and how do I do this and how do I do that? But sometimes it's about managing ourselves more than anything else. And then everything else will start to fall into place. So I hope this has helped. Make sure to tag me on social media. Let me know what you're going to be implementing first. I'm over on Instagram at EmilyGoffcoach And share this with somebody who needs to hear it. Maybe somebody who's been having a tough time, who feels like they're not getting done as much as they want. And hopefully this can really help them because this is something that all of us uh, are always going to kind of be working on an ongoing basis. And there's always going to be cycles in our lives and, and in our businesses, but there's always something that we can do. There's always choices that we can make to help get ourselves farther ahead. Okay. Thanks so much for listening. I'll talk to you soon.